0: Welcome to Changes in Latitudes, a Transgender Experience. A 40-something genderqueer person shares their observations, life stories, and the adventures of their journey through transition and beyond. And now, here's your host, the creator of it all charlie sabrina miller hey hello hello welcome back to another great episode of changes in latitudes a transgender experience i am the hostess with the mostest i am charlie sabrina miller and now let's let the band finish it up Ah, yeah oh i you know i say it every week and it's true every week they get better every week i swear they do that was amazing gets my toes tapping gets my heart pumping get my fingers tapping it's just ah i love it and i hope you do too that band was two skunks and a possum yeah where did that one come from (laughs) well uh i live in a very kind of edge of the city edge of rural area there's uh Farmland to the south and city to the north, and then you know different things spread out east and west. And one night, uh, early morning doesn't matter, but uh, sometime between sundown and sun up, I went outside to stretch my legs, breathe some fresh air, you know, hopefully to work up an appetite for sleeping. And that is exactly what I saw. Two skunks and a possum in the five, six, seven minutes I was outside, and I said, hey, there's a great band name, and here we are. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, everyone. It's so nice to have you here. Welcome, new listeners. It's great to have you aboard. Thanks for joining us. If this is your first episode, I, I'm glad you chose it. It's, I think it's going to be a great episode, uh, the topic I'm very passionate about, so that's something that's going to be good to get to when we get there. The main topic of this episode is get out of your own way. Yeah. That's coming up. We also have number twenty-five of twenty-five famous women share the best advice they've either given or received. That's it. We are on the last one. This is the last one. We made it through twenty-five of them. Well, not now, but a little later in the episode, going to have a secondary topic. A listener sent in a song, so I'm going to share that with you. I I was so touched, and the the story behind the song is just a fun. Oh, how it relates and doesn't relate to being transgender. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. That's our secondary topic. And of course, since we didn't have it the last couple episodes, we're going to have it this one. Listener feedback. Yeah. But before we get to anything, let's briefly talk about the last episode. Well, the last two episodes, technically, because they're kind of a two-parter thing. 80 and 81 was my conversation with the wonderful, the glamorous, the glorious, the wonderful Christine Newman, Again, Christine, thank you so, so very much for being on the show. Of course, that's the obvious thank you. But also for the the friendship that's developed between us, the the Twitter banter that we have, <laughs> and for sharing the show. Thank you so very much for sharing the show. I can't thank you enough. That's That's one of the biggest compliments I could ever get, is someone sharing the show and saying, Hey, you, friend of mine go listen to this show that I listened to or that I was on or that, that I know the host on or I've been following for a year and I really like it. those That's one of the best compliments I could get. So thank you. Thank you so much, Christine. Now, if you didn't hear her episodes, go back and listen to them. 80 and 81, definitely listen to those. Some wonderful... Life experience stories to summarize it there. You can also follow her on Twitter at Hey Writer Girl. That's H E Y W R I T E R G R R L. Hey Writer Girl. And please, if you've not checked out the 16 by 9 video titled Full Story A Fight for Trans Rights, I posted it on the show notes of her episode and I posted it on the Facebook page a couple times. Go find it. Go search YouTube for 16 by 9. Those are the numbers. 16 by, and that means a little X, 9. Okay, the number 9. And then full story, A Fight for Trans Rights. If you have not seen that video, please take a moment. Take 24 minutes and 22 seconds or whatever it is and go watch it and then share it. It is a beautiful piece of work and more people need to see it. You can find that and all past episodes at Changes in Latitudes Podcast at blogspot.com. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Like I mentioned, we have Facebook, Facebook.com slash Changes in Latitudes Podcast. You can email me at Changes in Latitudes at gmail.com. The Twitter, C I L. Podcast: Changes in Latitudes podcast, and consider becoming a patron of the show over at patreon.com/changesinlatitudespodcast. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com/slash Changes in Latitudes podcast. This episode is brought to you by the wonderful patron Joyce B. Joyce, thank you so much for being the patron that you are. I can't express how much gratitude I have. For you being a patron and supporting the show, thank you so, so very much. All right, enough of the housekeeping. Let's get into the main topic. All right, main topic get out of your way. Get out of your way. Get out of your way pretty straightforward statement. <laughs> I mean, it's in your face sort of straightforward. Uh, oh, and before we get too deep into anything, this is episode 82, which you probably guessed by the episode number. I mean, it's in the title. But that's 30 weeks past the 52-week point, right? 52 plus 30 is 82. And I realize, holy cow, that's over a year and a half I made it past a year and a half without even realizing it. Technically, episode 78 was the year and a half because, you know, 52 plus 26. Yeah, there you go. But I wanted to say something about it now. 82. Wow. Wow. I, I, I'm proud of myself for keeping the momentum up, to be quite honest. I mean, that's what's impressing me. <laughs> Anyhow, back to the main topic. Get out of your way. Realize that you are really the only thing holding you back, oh, what, 90% of the time, you know, 85, 95, we'll put, we'll give it a range, you know, 85 to 95% of the time, shit, let's just say 75% of the time, 75% of the time, you're holding yourself back on whatever level, whatever level it may be to protect yourself, to hold yourself back and protect yourself and not give yourself all out there, yeah, that's, you're controlling that, that's part of holding yourself back back. But I'm not talking about that type of holding yourself back. You know, I mean, doubts and fears and self-prescribed limitations and things like that that we've put on ourselves hold us back from things. Yes. And like I said, we might do it for safety because we don't want to, you know, put our heart out there, you know, for it to be squashed on or something, you know, we don't want to, uh, you know, try for a different job just because we're very secure where we are right now. You know what I mean? You don't want to get, take a promotion at work because you're afraid you're going to fuck up that promotion and get fired. So you stay in your, you know, comfortable little area where you, you've got that control and that power. I, I believe me. I get that. I understand that. But there's a prime example of us holding ourselves back. Um, Like I mentioned last episode, 79. Well, not last episode, but in episode 79 about fears. Uh, I mentioned I have a fear of interviews. And I just... Oh, uh, they, they really, uh, the best way I can describe it really give me stage fright. You know, everybody understands that term of stage fright, getting up in front of people to have to speak or something. It, it, it really gives me that sense of stage fright. Now I know longtime listeners are saying, really you, what the fuck, what the hell? Come on. You're, you're this, you're, you, you claim that you're this actor performer person and you get up in front of audiences frequently. What the hell? This is a one-person, two-person, three-person, you know, interview at a time. Yes, you are correct. Why? That's the question I keep asking myself. Why? Why? And I can't, I can't answer that right now. I really can't. I, I don't know why. I haven't been able to figure that one out. I'm sure in time it'll come to me, but I haven't been able to figure that out. Uh, the, the closest thing is, I can guess that I'm, you know, working on a character, so I'm quote-unquote hiding behind the character, uh, you know, living in the character's shoes. Or I mean, there's so many ways to put that. And and yes and no, yes and no, because let's face it, folks, everybody has a side that they show to the general population, public, when they're out. Even if it's only to a slight degree because you curb your tongue from saying things that you know you shouldn't in public. That's putting on public airs. Usually everybody has that. Some people more than others. And then there's the you that's at home that you only let your family see or only your spouse see or no one see. You know, I mean, that's just, you know, everybody's different that way. So we all have this public persona thing going on. And that, if you want to say, you know, hide behind a character, well, that's the character out in public. Yes, it's me, but it's the it's the me that I don't, you know, bear my heartstrings on. <laughs> I guess you know one way I could say it. And then there, then I could flip the coin over and say, well, because I'm an actor, you know, my emotions are out there, and so they get hurt more frequently, or are affected more frequently, or something. I mean, these are all things I've pondered. But to give a you know, give a, a, an answer of yes, that's that's it. I, I can't figure it out. It's not anything of that. I mean, I'm sure moments are, but specifically, it's not. Anyway, uh, th- that was that's that's something that's holding me back. That's an example from my own life that holds me personally back. So that's what I got to get out of my way on. <laughs> but as another example, is I have this friend who doesn't put things away. When they're finished using them. And I don't I don't mean, you know, leaving a dish out and, you know, you know, getting it later. No, I mean I mean leaving stuff out and forgetting it's there until you need it again and go looking for it and then, oh it's dirty, yes, I need to clean it, sort of thing. And uh and this, this person leaves tasks half finished, you know, instead of going out and spending, say, an hour on trimming the bush. This person will spend a half hour, and then stop, and then in a week, come back and finish the other half hour. And it's like, wait, wait, just add 15 or 30 minutes to your time, and you'd be done, completely done. And then in a week, when you have that, you have an extra half hour to do something else, or nothing at all. You know, you don't need to have that thing hanging over you, taunting over you, and I don't understand why they feel it's okay to leave tasks unfinished. I mean, there's other examples, but these are things that I know you guys can grasp onto, you know, the imagery. And I don't understand it. Uh, no matter how I've explained it to this friend, they can't see the concept of completing the task so nothing is left undone. You know, and, and but now I, I don't mean tasks that, you know, can be left undone because it's a project and you're working on it. That's different. It's a project and you're working on it. It's not a task. You know, it's not like... Uh, half-washing the dishes and then coming back hours later when they could have been done and then finishing them. That's what I'm talking about. Going grocery shopping and bringing, you know, things halfway in. And I don't mean, you know, okay, go leave them outside this cupboard. I'll put them away later. No, I mean, like, by the front door. You know, the cold stuff gets put away. The stuff that needs to be refrigerated gets put away. Not always the stuff that's frozen. the refrigerated stuff, milk, eggs, things like that, cheese, but canned goods, dry goods, you know, stuff that really doesn't need to be put away, but everybody has a place to put it away. You know, I mean, I've, I've come home and I've left a bag of canned soup or whatever, you know, just outside the cabinet where I store canned soup. I'll put that away later. Right now I got to take care of something else. No, I'm saying leave it by the door for a day or more and then put it away. I, I don't don't get it. Spend an extra five, 10, 15 minutes and it's done. It's done. Uh, mind you, this person does live alone, so there's not that much uh, well well there's not that much to put away, but there's also not that uh, sharing of space concept. so you know I don't don't quite I can't grasp my head around that. I, can, I just I can't. And the concept of leaving things half done. I, I've never met anyone else like that. And that person, as I was saying, gets in their own way. If they would spend 5, 10, 15, 20 more minutes, whatever it is, then the time spent waiting till the next time you go do it could be time earned where you have, you know, more time to do something else, whatever that is. That something else could be any gambit of things. So, so I just, I can, no, I'm, no matter what I've said, no matter what I try to do, the person just doesn't get it. Just does not get it. And they're in their own way. So in their own way. Anyway, let's go back to fears now. Uh, like I mentioned, I, I, the whole stage fright thing, I'm sure you know people that are terrified of public speaking. It's part of the stage fright thing. I'm sure you can all either understand yourself or know someone for sure that is, just can't do public speaking. They get panic attacks, they start breathing oddly, you know, they they start to shake, you know, they just, they just, and this is just starting to think about speaking in public, they just can't, that's not their thing. They just don't like to have that many eyes and people staring at them, I get that. Now, I realize that that's the extreme part of, you know, fear of public speaking, some people just have a fear that, you know, their tie is on crooked or their dress is not looking right or their hair is off or, you know, things like that. Things that easily can be fixed versus all the eyes staring at them. You know, there are many things around that. There are teleprompters. There are lights, and lights usually blind the people so it just looks like a black void so you forget people are there. Uh, I mean, that's really that's really how, as I mentioned, interviews are for me. It's It's... It's connecting with that one person, and you know, fear to say the wrong thing. Fear, fear, you're not going to quite grasp the right thing. Are you going to understand their question? Do you want to sound like an idiot in repeating the question back? You know, I mean that's, I mean that's good communication behavior. But you know, sometimes in repeating the question, it hinders you. It's as if you didn't hear the question. So they take that in consideration. Anyway, I. I, I I, I, I don't know how I got back onto this random tangent there. But uh, it's, it's that same fear. You know? Now, how would we overcome that? Well, for me, I mean, as far as an interview, you know, I don't really know. I mean, look the person in the eye, you know, smile and, and you know, answer the questions firmly and, you know, precisely and distinctly to the point. But at the same time, I feel so awkward and odd. And I don't know why. So that's the thing I need to get through and get over and get out of my way on. I've said that a moment ago, and I came back around to it. So there's a point in here somewhere in this episode. There's a previous get-out-of-my-own-way thing that I conquered, and that was being very comfortable out as a woman. Uh... That was a big fear, and as I'm sure many listeners can understand that and, and share that same experience, but I overcame it. You know, I just went and did it. It was a big step, and I needed friends and support, but it was wonderful. But back to what I was talking about before, I really don't understand the stopping in the middle of tasks, whatever, whatever they could be. I mean, so many, so many, whereas just spending a few extra minutes, task is done. I'm still thinking about that friend, and uh, something came, something else came to my mind. It, it's also the way that they clean. They'll sweep a couple of floors, and not mop it. And these these small floors, small small tiny floors. They're okay? not huge, you know, dance floors, <laughs> you know, or something like that. Small rooms, and instead of grabbing the mop, or even a you know swifter, sort of, you know, wet mop sort of thing, wet dry mop sort of thing. Just leaves it. It's odd. It's just very, very odd. So as I sit here and think more about this topic, because remember, this is a stream of consciousness podcast. I think of, I write down a topic, I write down a few ideas, and then whatever stems my mind as I record goes into what I record. And that's why some episodes are, you know, um, you know hour and a half or more, and some are very short. And it seems that this topic, you know, hit a dead end in my brain. So, you know, it's stream of consciousness. They can't all be great. They can be good. They can be okay, but they can't all be great. Besides, I'm coming off a couple interviews, so it's a little, you know, getting back into the rhythm. So at this point, I'm going to take a small bow, and we're going to have a message from Tom Slayton. When you need a professional who specializes in writing, photography, or web design, contact Tom Slayton. At Tom's website, TomSlayton.com, you'll find brilliant WordPress themes, discounts and links for fantastic online services, and sage wisdom from the master himself, Tom Slayton. TomSlayton.com even features a wonderful, eclectic collection of photographs
1: seldom seen elsewhere. Visit TomSlayton.com. That's
0: T-O-M-S-L-A-T-I-N.com. Ah, Tom Slayton. TomSlayton.com. Folks, I've mentioned him before. He's such a sweetheart. uh, Such a great guy. Go check him out. TomSlayton.com. This week, I'm going to be talking about TomSlayton.com forward slash Donald Miller quote. This was something he posted recently in March. And I like to take a look at the quotes and then do a little research on them. And this was Treat all of life like a near-death experience. That's what it is. Donald Miller. And so I was like, oh, that's very profound. Huh. Let me look this up. Well, Donald Miller is uh, one of those Twitter people. Uh, he, Donald Miller is his handle. I mean, he, he's probably been on Twitter for forever. He's got over 18.6 thousand tweets. So he's been doing this for a while, or he tweets a lot. I didn't take a, a long, hard look. But he's got photos and quotes and self-esteem things and such like that. And it's it's pretty cool. And he says, I help people clarify their marketing message to grow their business at storybrand.com, husband 2 queenbots. So this guy is just a guy on Twitter. He joined in 2008. And his tweet from October 21st, 2015 at 8 a.m., was just that. Treat all of life like a near-death experience. That's what it is. And it's very profound. Very profound. But it's true. I mean, the end of the ride is, you know, no longer being here. So everything, everything is a near-death experience because that's eventually what's going to happen. So enjoy it and, you know, live life to its fullest. Now, I always like to add in there safely. Do things safely. That's my thing. Anyway, that struck me. So there's that and a lot of other things over at TomSlayton.com. Like I've mentioned before, he's like a rest stop on the internet. You stop. In this case, you pick up a quote. You ponder it for a moment. And then you move on to the rest of your day. 25 famous women share the best advice they've either given or received. This week we're on number 25, the last one. We've made it to the end. We made it to the end. Now, this was originally published by The Cut, which is part of the AOL News Network. And I haven't said it yet, but I'm going to say it now. The link is Mm -hmm. http://www.aol.com/slash article/slash two zero one five/slash zero six/slash Two four slash two five dash famous women on the best advice they've ever given or received. That's R E C E I forward slash two one two zero zero eight seven one forward slash question mark and CID equals TX TINK zero 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 one three four eight. Now you know why I never gave out the link It was long And I know I probably could have cut it after the title there But yeah, it's very specific Alright, this week, the last week We have, and I hope I don't butcher this name A.D. Bryant, A-I-D-Y She's an American actress and comedian Mostly known for Saturday Night Live Now I'll admit, I don't really watch Saturday Night Live But I can respect it. You know, it takes a lot of, lot of talent, takes a lot of energy to get on to Saturday Night Live because of the fast-paced schedule. I can respect it. Don't care for what they do, not my taste, but that's okay. And her quote is, just chill till you die, pretty much. Just chill till you die, pretty much. Now, this one is probably the one I'm going to argue with the most. What the hell? If you just chill and sit around and do nothing... Nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to come your way. Well, very little will. So just chill till you die, pretty much. Sounds like we're missing part of the statement there, to be quite honest. Or it's just an incomplete thought. Because you've got to have motivation to go do stuff. Now, maybe, this is a stretch, maybe it was, yes, be motivated and do those things, but be chill in how you do it. Okay, that's kind of a stretch on the quote, but I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. Still a pretty odd thing. But okay, I'll accept it. I'll accept it. Well, all right. There we go, ladies and gentlemen and non-binaries. We finished it. All 25. We made it all the way through. So that means something new is coming along next episode. What, you might ask? Well, you're just going to have to stick around and find out. You're going to have to wait till next week or wait and download next week's episode and find out about it. So there you go. If you have a suggestion or a countdown or something that should be shared here, send it my way, podcast at gmail.com and I will take a, take a look at it and put it right in this little spot of the show. All right, secondary topic coming right up. folks, here we go into the secondary topic. Now, as I've mentioned in past episodes, I'm still looking for a name to call this little area here. It's a little title of a little spot. I've got some ideas. I've got some stuff. Send it to me. Let's see. Well, if all goes correctly, today is April 15th, tax day in America. So if you haven't done it by now, <laughs> if you're listening to this, the day this drops, make sure you get your taxes done. If you're listening to it outside of the original drop date of April 15th, 2016, well, you probably should still make sure you get your taxes done, at least in America for sure. But don't stress about it that much. Wait till, you know, you need to in that time between January and April. So let's say the end of May 2016. So by Tuesday, May 31st, 2016, as long as you get it to me by that time, send me... Your ideas. Send me your ideas because after that, sometime in June, I will definitely have a title for this part of the program. So send it to me, changes in latitudes podcast at gmail.com. Now, speaking of tax day, uh, you know, one of the old sayings, at least here in America, was you know, the only thing you have to do is die and pay taxes. And that's because Al Capone, you know, the big gangster who took out however many, you know, people or had so many people, what, rubbed out, you might say, you know, or given concrete shoes or decided to take a, you know, sleep with the fishies or increase the lead in his diet. I mean, there's so many different things to say about that. Uh, He got captured. He got caught on tax evasion. That's what they got him on. That's what they got him on. So. Taxes. Now, the second part of the secondary topic is a song that was sent to me by a uh, longtime listener, Becca B. I've mentioned her before a few episodes back, don't quite remember, uh, but was a first-time responder to listener feedback. Wonderful. And thank you for listening, Becca. And thank you for sharing this song. This is Madam George by Morrison. Now, Becca sent it to me a while ago. And it took me a while to, to dedicate the time to listen to it. Because it is a long song. But the story is tearful. It, it, can, it can move you to, to an emotion that, at least for me, I wasn't expecting. And then I heard it again and it was a little more melodic, I'll say. But it's still a beautiful song. So I'm going to share it with you. And I highly suggest people taking a quick look over on Wikipedia or, you know, t- checking out your, your favorite history, music history guide, right? And just taking a look at it. Take, take a look at what's said about it. It was released in 1968, November of 1968. And I'm not going to give too much away, but I want to give a little bit of something going into it. Now, the quick thing here on Wikipedia is... The main theme of the song is about leaving the past behind. The character of Madame George is considered by many to be a drag queen, although Morrison himself denied this in a Rolling Stone interview. He later claimed that the character was based on six or seven different people. It's like a movie, a sketch, or a short story. In fact, most of the songs on the album Astral Weeks are like short stories. In terms of what they mean, they're as baffling to me as anyone else. I haven't got a clue what the song is about or who Madame George might be. Now this is Van Morrison speaking to biographer Richie York about the writing and meaning of the song. And he quotes, Madame George was recorded live. The vocal was live in the rhythm section, and the flute too, and the strings were the only overdub. The title of the song confuses one. I must say that. The original title was Madame Joy. But the way I wrote it down was Madam George. Don't ask me why I do this, because I just don't know. The song is just a stream of consciousness thing, as is Cypress Avenue. Madam George just came right out. The song is basically about spiritual feeling. So as I said, the story is very moving. And so now I give you Madam George by Van Morrison.
2: With a childlike vision sleeping into view the Click and clacking of a high-heeled shoe Ford and Fitzroy, and Madam George Marching with the soldier boy behind He's much older now with head-on drinking wine. And that smell of sweet perfume comes drifting through. On a cool night, like Shalomar. And they're making all the stops. Tubs. Gone for cigarettes and matches in the shops Happy ticket, Madam Joy Oh, that's when you fall whoa, 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 whoa. That's when you fall When you fall When you fall into a trance Sitting on a sofa playing games of chance With your father's arms and history books you glance Into a of Madame George let you think you found the bag you came weaker And your knees begin to sag In a corner playing dominoes and drag The one in a the cops And immediately drops everything she got Down into the street below And you know you gotta go On a train from Dublin up the same down below In the rain, hail, sleet and snow Say goodbye to Madam Joy Dry your eye for Madam Joy Wonder what Oh, <laughs> the love that loves to love the love that loves the love to love the love that loves to love say goodbye
0: listener feedback now this first listener feedback comes from a longtime friend and listener natalia h Uh, She brought it to my attention uh, about this news article by huffington post which i'll link over in the show notes and it's all about why we take medications under our tongue sublingual why are certain medications sublingual and why is it better to take it under the tongue and if you don't know why go read the article it's very well written but in short, the reason that it's most beneficial to take medication under the tongue sublingually, and not all medications meant to be this way. Check with your doctor and all that wonderful jazz, right? I'm not a doctor, but I'm talking about certain specific ones that are made for this. The most common one I've seen out there on the market in many different stores is vitamin B12. It helps boost metabolism and circulation. But my friend brought it to my attention specifically for taking HRT. And the reason it's best to take it under the tongue is because there is a bunch of capillaries there. And so as it dissolves just under your tongue, it gets into the bloodstream immediately. Immediately into the bloodstream. Ta-da! Versus taking it, you know, orally. And having it go through the stomach and then the whole gastrointestinal you know, thing that goes on in there, and then filter through the kidneys and the liver and all the other stuff that's in our bodies that does that, you know, it gets processed out and differently versus going directly in the bloodstream and the body benefiting from it sooner rather than later. But again, not all medications are meant to be taken that way. Check with your doctor. But that's the number one reason. It, it goes easier on your body. It goes through your system Quicker and differently and better, so it doesn't have to go through the liver and the kidneys and and all that other wonderful stuff that people know about. (laughs) I mean, if you don't know what I'm talking about, search it out on the internet. There's a whole reason why you know you drink a lot of alcohol, you get cirrhosis of the liver because of all the work the liver needs to do, and the same is true for kidneys and things like that. So you know, basic body health, which which this podcast is not about, but it was written by a, a dentist a New York dentist, and uh, it's really well said. And it's basically what I just said. It goes into the system faster and gets processed easier on the body. Ta-da, there's that. So ladies and gentlemen, check with your doctor about certain medications and see if you can take it sublingually. Now this next listener feedback is something I realized I hadn't recapped in a while. So I'm going to recap it now. And that is the overall key episodes that, if you haven't heard, you might want to, just so you know more specific things about me. All right. And the show. All right. Now, the first one is episode three Overwhelming Support. Now, why do you want to listen to that one? Well, first, you want to listen all the way through, top to bottom, soup to nuts, because I explain why there's a band in front of every show. Another one is episode 45, titled I'm Not As Think As You Drunk I Am. And that's for my dyslexia. Episode 52, We're All Striving for Balance or Transgender Queer. And that was me coming out as genderqueer. And then episode 67, which is Happy New Year. That was the first one of the the new year. I kind of recapped everything. So there's a little more reasonings behind it right there. But that's another episode to listen to if you so choose to. But the real ones to go in here are 3, 45, and 52. Of course, I want you to listen to them all, I'm not going to lie, but those are the ones that I highly suggest that you go back and check in on, listen to, so you know more about me specifically as a host and the story and all that wonderful jazz.
1: had a good life I had enough money to last me for life I met with the gal and we went on a spree she taught me to smoke and drink whiskey right on the cross at the head of my grave to whiskey and women here lies a poor slave take a warning dear strangers take a warning dear friends write in big letters these words at the end cigarettes a whiskey They'll drive you crazy, they'll drive you insane.
0: All right, well folks, hey, there's the closing music. It's going to be a short episode this episode. Uh, sorry folks, it happens that way. I don't know why. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. Stream of consciousness. So we chalk this up as to not one of the best ones and we move forward on into the next episode, which is my conversation with Amanda R, longtime listener, new time friend, first time guest. I am so honored and excited to have her on the show so come back next week episode 83 my conversation with amanda r i'm always looking for topics i'm always looking for guests send them my way changes in latitudes podcast at gmail.com check out changes in latitudes podcast at blogspot.com that's where everything's kind of housed there's an amazon affiliate link there there's a paypal donate button there there's links to all the episodes show notes for all the episodes you can get to itunes you can get to stitcher you can get to the facebook page you can get to the Patreon page. Everything is right there. So go check it out. Changes in Latitudes podcast at blogspot.com. Oh, and speaking of the Amazon affiliate link, I checked it out on my iPhone in the past when I pulled up the website on my phone and clicked on the Amazon link. It just opened to Amazon into a different window browser on my phone. Well, now it opens up the app, and that makes me very excited. So anytime you're thinking about doing any shopping from Amazon... Go to changes in latitudes podcast at blogspot.com, click the Amazon button, and then shop till your heart's delight. And pennies on the dollar come back to help out the show. All right. Now, as Jimmy Buffett says, if I couldn't laugh, I just would go insane. If we couldn't laugh, we just would go insane. And if we weren't all crazy, we would go insane. So stay crazy, everyone. Take care of yourself. Take care of somebody else. And I'll see you next week. You've been listening to Changes in Latitudes, a transgender experience. I'd love to hear from you. So let me know what you think or what you'd like to hear about by emailing me at changesinlatitudespodcast at gmail.com or by leaving a comment on the Facebook page at facebook.com slash changesinlatitudespodcast or at the website changesinlatitudespodcast.blogspot.com Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and please leave us reviews and star ratings. Now, wait for it. Here it comes. Disclaimer time! Disclaimer time! Disclaimer time! I am not a doctor nor a lawyer and I certainly do not pretend to be one. I am a trans woman who began her transition later in life. I am here to discuss my life so I take no responsibility for your decisions based on my personal thoughts and experiences. If you are thinking about transition or are questioning your gender identity, first please know that you are not alone in your thoughts and questions. Second. Please seek the advice of a qualified gender therapist or at the very least a local support group. If you're having difficulty finding a qualified professional in your area, I suggest reaching out to the closest LGBT center near you. And lastly, please remember, always question the source when researching information on the internet. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permission from the host. Copyright 2016 by me, Charlie Sabrina Miller. Thanks for listening. Here's the end. Thank you for stopping by. And remember...